Hi, Brave Tribe. On Sunday, we started on boundaries. This is part one and the key things that I want you to take away from the workshop. This is a short and sweet. If you have the time to listen to the full recording, I know you will benefit from a lot of the conversations. Here's the nitty gritty. Set Boundaries, Find Peace is a wonderful book by Nedra Glover Tawab. You don't need to get this book. A lot of the information we're going to cover on boundaries is from this resource. The author also has a workbook and some of the exercises that are in that workbook are being adapted for us that you'll see more of in part two. There is a PDF worksheet that you can download and use for this workshop. Boundaries are expectations and needs that help you feel safe and comfortable in your relationships. There's lots of boundaries that you already enforce and follow. Imagine when you're driving down the street with your parent, they follow the boundary of paying attention to a red light, a green light, or a yellow light. We know what those boundaries are and what to do in each of those scenarios. There's lots of boundaries that you probably already have in relationships that may not necessarily be a spoken boundary, but they exist. It's important for us to look and determine if there are some unhealthy boundaries that we're currently experiencing. Some of the things for you to pay attention to are your feelings. Here are some things that would indicate that there is an unhealthy boundary. If you are neglecting your self-care, do you often feel overwhelmed? Do you have a feeling that you just wish you could run away from your responsibilities? Does resentment build in your relationships or interactions with other people? Maybe you say yes, and then you start to resent that person and their expectations that they have placed upon you. Do you avoid interactions with others? Do you feel a sense of burnout? Are you always the helper and never the one being helped? Is it hard for you to say no? Is it hard for you to ask for help? Is it difficult for you to allow others to help you? Do you do a lot of things with no support? Do you loan your personal possessions or give money to help friends out, but sometimes it's not returned or treated in the way that you expect the item to be treated? It's very important for us to set healthy boundaries. It helps protect us from anxiety, depression, and just that overall sense of overwhelm. It communicates to other people how we want to be treated. Our feelings communicate our needs. Paying attention to them is very important. Do you regularly ignore the desire in your head to say no to someone? If you do, it's time to start listening to that desire. Your feeling is trying to help you see where you may actually need a new boundary. There are different reasons why it's difficult to set boundaries. And here are nine that I want you to pay attention to. Listen to these and let me know if these are some of the things that stop you from setting boundaries. The first, you fear being mean. Second, you fear being seen as rude. Three, you're a people pleaser. Four, you get value from helping others. Five, you have no clue where to start in setting a boundary. Six, you're anxious about the future interactions you'll have after you set the boundary. Maybe you're worried about how to enforce that boundary or simply what people will say now that there is a boundary. Seven, 
You believe that you can't have boundaries in certain types of relationships. This came up in our conversation on Sunday. Several of the girls shared that in their close friendships, they sometimes see this being a problem because they're so close, that sense of being a little enmeshed, that it's hard to set a boundary and that people go over a boundary. Several girls shared that it's very difficult in their close friendships to have boundaries or that it would be wrong to have a boundary, but they definitely see where this creates problems with the close friend doing things that aren't always comfortable. Eight, you feel powerless and not sure that a boundary will help in your current relationship or the current situation. And nine, you project onto others your feelings about being told no. This would mean you know how when someone says no to you and how you feel, you worry that someone else would feel this way about the boundary that you're setting. And that stops you from setting that boundary. You can't change people. We all have the same sphere of control. And in that sphere of control, we can't change others. But there is a lot that you can change. You can change what you decide you can accept in friendships and relationships and interactions. You can change how you react to other people or to situations. You can change how often you interact with people. You can change how much space you allow someone to take up in your life. You can change how you participate in a group or in a relationship. You can change the role that someone plays in your life. You can change what people you have contact with. You can change who you allow in your life. And you can change your perspective. Those are all things that are in your sphere of control. So let's do a health checkup on your friendships. In the packet that I have for this workshop, there are three pages. The second page is a questionnaire that helps you evaluate how healthy your friendships are versus how unhealthy your friendships are. Take some time to go through this. You could print several copies of this and look at each for important relationships and do that check-in. On the third sheet, you can list people in the different columns from our healthy friendship and our unhealthy friendship. Let's take a look first at our healthy friendships. First, my friend wants to see me grow. Second, a relationship is mutually supportive. Third, our relationship is mutually beneficial. Fourth, the friendship evolves and changes as we evolve and change. Five, my friend and I know how to support each other. Six, setting boundaries doesn't threaten the relationship. Seven, my friend is happy for me to be myself. Eight, my friend acknowledges my quirks and works around them. And nine, I can talk to my friend about my feelings. Do you have friends that meet a lot of those healthy friendship criteria? We know that friendships experience ups and downs. But over time, do you typically see more of these traits being checked off in your relationships? Now, let's explore unhealthy friendships. One. Our friendship is competitive. Two, I feel emotionally drained after spending time with my friend. Three, my friend shares details of my personal life with others. Four, 
the friendship feels one-sided. That may mean you're the person that does a lot of the organizing. You're the person who reaches out. My friend and I can't work through disagreements. Six, my friend doesn't respect my boundaries. Seven, my friend tries to embarrass me in front of others. Eight, my friend is very dependent on me. Maybe you feel like you're your friend's only friend and that they only want to spend time with you. Nine, I'm at my worst when I spend time with this friend. What I want you to do now is identify in your friendships, what are the relationships that are healthy and what are the relationships that are a little bit more on the unhealthy side. In part two, we will explore different boundaries that you can start using in your friendships. And we're also going to explore how to share boundaries and what to do when friends don't follow those boundaries. I hope you enjoy this information. I know learning about boundaries is something that you will be able to use for the rest of your life. 